something to remember in this time of year. And it's something that I'll, I forgot during the podcast, but keep keep this in mind. This is a quote that you, you'll find handy, but it's from doc, Dr. Robert Sapolsky, the, the neuroscientist uh, and uh, Stanford professor uh, who says that dopamine is about the pursuit of happiness. It's, well, it's not about the pursuit of happiness, but it's about the happiness of pursuit. And... It'll make more sense as you kind of work your way into the, the podcast because I totally just, uh, there's something wrong with my brain. It's, uh, I, I bumped my head earlier. I don't know. What do you want out of me? So I saw this bumper sticker on a car the other day and it said, why litter? Just shove it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, well, f- yeah, I think philosophically that's, that's, uh, it's unarguable. It's airtight. It's an airtight, uh, situation. You just can't, can't argue with that. Can't argue with that logic. So, yeah. So what's going on? What's new? What's the latest? How's your shopping going? Did you finish your shopping? Have you started your shopping? Were you that kid back in the day, like at 11.30 on Christmas Eve, you're traipsing into Walgreens and you're just like, hmm, what am I going to, what are the special people getting in my life from Walgreens on Christmas Eve at 11.30? (laughs) Or are you the opposite? Are you one of those ones that just, you got your shopping done in June? Like it's over. That's a wrap. I got what you wanted. What you, what, my gift to you is already outdated. It's the trend, the trend came and gone. You know what I'm saying? But I've been, uh, personally, I've been, uh, well, personally, let's see. I haven't, I haven't done any shopping. Holy fuck. Yeah, I think we're at that point now. Or I'm at that point, I guess, maybe where I'm like, oh, we're in the thick of it now. Like, this is like, like, we're not leading into anything. Like, we're in it. Like, this is, this is, this is rush hour for Christmas season right now. Um, so, it, yeah, it's, it's whatever you got to do, you got to do now, motherfucker. You got to go. We're still kind of putting some finishing touches on some things at the house. And I've got, uh, I've got, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to, I really, cause I still got a, um, I still got, I still have like birthday shopping to do for, um, for the kids as well. <laughs> well, what I did, I, I, well, my, well, my daughter's birthday actually is today. She's down in LA She's uh, doing, let's see, I think she's wrapping up, I think her finals end today, and then she's going out tonight, and I uh, I told her I'd buy her and her roommates and uh, her boyfriend dinner, and I sent her some money, and then I, and I said, I got, I sent you enough to kind of, for each of you to have like a bomb meal and a couple of real like good, good, good drinks, you know, 
And I don't know what climate they're, I don't know what, uh, I don't know how rowdy these, these kids are. They don't, I don't know. They don't really seem to come off that rowdy, but I just said, you know, what did I tell her? I said, uh, I said, um, she goes, uh, let's see. She said, I'll, uh, I feel like I simply have to send anything extra back to you. So we'll see. I said, don't send anything back. Don't send anything back. It's, if it's not all used, just put it in your pocket. But I also said, but go hard, go hard. <laughs> and I said, I'll report. She said, okay. She goes, if you got it, then I'll report back how it all goes. I said, yeah, hell yeah. Someone should get arrested. Like that's, I don't know. It never really seemed to be in the cards for us back in the day, but somehow there'd always be, it'd always be some kind of, some kind of bullshit, some kind of, uh, rambunctiousness that happens, but I don't know if kids do, I don't know if kids do that anymore, you know, I think they're all kind of like sucking on the social media tea or something, I don't know, but, uh, every now and then it's good to have like a little, like, a little escapade, a little, where you, where you fuck something up, you know? kind of keeps you real, keeps you kind of, keeps you grounded in a way, right, and uh, kind of break from the, break from the norm, break from the, the groove, right, shake it up a little, start a new tradition, that's what I'm, I'm kind of doing some new tradition stuff, like I just haven't, I haven't, um, I haven't told, like I'm in, I, I think I'm in that mindset where I'm like, yep, as soon as, as soon as the, you know, Christmas is in the swing of things, bitch, it's already in the swing of things. Like I'm in, I, I'm just, I don't know what I do. I, I think I put off like the mindset. Like I, it's like that, uh, it's like that dopamine realization that, um, Sapolsky was saying it's like, uh, um, about, um, About getting, you know, uh, oh fuck, I forgot what he said. Anyway, I see things happen too fast, right? So it's like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm more anticipatory about things. So I, I'm anticipating. I'm like build the buildup is. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm more into the buildup than the actual payoff, right? So, but I, I uh, but at night I kind of. I tend to linger or dabble in like, uh, I try and, I try and get kind of a, an evening of kind of Christmassy kind of a vibe going. Right. So whether it be a, a movie or a TV show, like, uh, the Grinch the, seems to be the, like the Grinch seems to be playing a lot. And, um, I saw a meme the other day about the Grinch said, yeah, I don't know. You'd probably, <laughs> You'd probably be pissed off too if every other song in your show is about what a what a what an asshole you are, you know, in regard to the Grinch. So like every five minutes that that uh, that dude's chiming in about what an asshole the Grinch is. You're a mean one, Mister Grinch. And uh, that guy's the guy who sings all the songs. His name is Thurl Ravenscroft. Yeah, like that's a cool name. That's a badass name. 
But yeah, every five minutes there's a song about what a piece of shit the Grinch was. Like I, I'd be pretty pissed. I'd be. I'd look like that too. Like I would. Like that would. That would totally like shape the way I looked and acted. And I would always. I'd always be pissed. You know. And I, I just want to go down and fuck up Whoville. Right. You know. Or like. Uh, and then I saw this other thing. I saw this. <laughs> I saw this other meme. It said it had the, you know that, live animation, Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer cartoon, um, the one where he pairs up with the little elf who wants to be a dentist. You know, so there's a picture of him and it says, you know, a good, a good, a really good kind of profile pic of um, Rudolph there, and then next to the pic it says, "Deviation from the norm will be punished unless it's, unless it's exploitable." Right. So, so what is it? Yeah. So I've always kind of just accepted the message that was in Rudolph, right? Like I get, I mean, persevere, keep your chin up. It's okay to be different, but, but really it's like the whole, I mean, they really kind of busted his balls the whole, the whole way through. Like they're like that dude's a freak. He needs to be ostracized. He needs to be like, fuck that guy, right? And then Santa, but, and even Santa was like, we can't have that. We can't have something that's different from the others. Rudolph. You know, and then, but in the end, like when all of a sudden, like they're, they're fogged in, it's like, Rudolph, your nose. It's so fucking bright, you know? So now he's worth, now he's got value. And if I was Rudolph at that point, I'd be like, fuck all you people. You you fucking, you judgmental little assholes. And then, you know, and really like that little elf that wants to be the dentist, you know? Like they don't have any other dentist up there that I'm aware of, right? Like in that, in that show, there's just that one, that one building in the middle of nowhere. Like, there's no retail center. There's no strip mall, you know? But you go down the road, you know, and there's like a, there's like a, you know, a Kinko's and like a Western Dental, you know, and like, um, and like a nothing bunt cakes. <laughs> some, some franchise, some bunt cake franchise, right? And, uh, no, there's none of that. Like, yeah, I I think they could use a, I think they could use a, um, a dentist, don't you? I don't know. Maybe they can't. Who knows? But um, yeah, so new traditions can, sometimes can come in handy. Um, I I like to kind of mm, try something new, try a little deviation of sorts, right? So, but in regard to like how it manifests itself or how it's, or how it's, um, how, how it's kind of rolled out or how it's kind of, uh, how it's kind of, um, you know, sprinkled into the zeitgeist here, uh, how, how it kind of works itself into the, the new, you, you really, you got to kind of clear with the committee, right? Cause the committee is like your wife, your lady, your girlfriend, your spouse, your, 
whoever. Guys and guys don't really care. Like I was talking, my buddy Mike was, uh, we were talking, gosh, this was like, gosh, before Thanksgiving, I think, or thereabouts or at or near Thanksgiving or the weekend of, and his wife's like, uh, so you get this, you got this call from, uh, or a text from a buddy of his that is like, Hey man, you want to go to the high desert this weekend and go ride dune buggies or sand rails or, you know, off-roading vehicles and go have some fun. He's like, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, he, he, but he also wanted to like make a run up to Humboldt with his daughter who's thinking of going up there. I'm like, bro, if you do that, fucking come get me. Pick me up, dude. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm going. I'm in with you. But he got home from work and his wife's like, uh, no, we're decorating this weekend. And now keep in mind, his, his house looks like a pottery barn, like, like the magazine, like the, the store pottery barn, you know? And, and if you, and, and his house looks like just kind of paging through a, a pottery barn catalog. I mean, everything is like, everything is like shabby chic, you know, stylish kind of, I don't know, a little on the gimmicky side, but whatever. But there's like, I mean, there's a whole, I think their entire attic just has boxes and boxes and, and any, so she's like, uh, you got, no, you, the girls need to stay home. You, and then you need to get the boxes down. You need to help me get stuff decorated. And he's like, uh, well, I'm going, I think I'm going to the high desert to go off road. And she's, and then she just lost it. And it's like. Once that happens, see, man, like, it doesn't matter how, like, regular or traditional this whole situation becomes, you know, or, or how systematic it is, or how, you know, this is what we do, like, it doesn't matter, like, if there's any deviate, like, if, if there's, uh, like, if women sense, like, that, that, the, the the shit's just not gonna come together, man. I was explaining to my lady, I'm like, you guys just go into like God mode, like nothing matters, like everything just you can't. It's indefensible. Like you, she, like they just go into this fit, like where it's you can't, you can't defend it, you know. So she, so she's in tears, and he's, you know, and then you feel bad, you feel like crap. You're just like, oh fuck, you know, and. uh and then they usually win, right? So, um, but deviate, yeah, deviation from the norm will be punished. <laughs> Unless it's exploited. So I was telling him, why don't you, okay, so on your way home from work, before you go, before you go that weekend, pick up like a little kind of disposable uh, vape pen, like weed, you know, like a nice hybrid. And then you just hit that shit because something that doesn't have a scent even, right. That's undetectable. So, you know, and, uh, and just say, all right, baby, let's do this. Let's go. Let's fucking, let's decorate this bitch. Right. And she'll be looking back at you. Like, what are you so happy about? And you're like, don't you worry about it, baby. <laughs> what are you smiling about? Don't you, don't worry about it, baby. Like, and, um, so now I'm, 
now that we're kind of in our new place too, we're initiating some new, uh, we're new, we've, we're, we're basically the kind of forging some new, some new, um, traditions of sorts. Right. So like, uh, so we, we salvaged this table and chairs and we're going to refurbish that. And I'm going to go down to Lowe's and I'm going to get some, um, I'm going to get a sheet of like four by eight plywood with a veneer, like a, like a, maybe an oak veneer or, uh, like a maple, something simple, like Lowe's doesn't have much to choose from anyway, as far as the veneers go, but a nice unfinished wood veneer and then put some stain on that. And then you screw up from underneath the existing table and you got a big old, big old, uh, kind of dining room utility work table, uh, or for tamales, my lady's trying to put together some, uh, a get together next week for tamales to make tamales. Um, I even, I, I, I've changed little things in my own routine. Like, I, like routinely, like the day after, the day after Thanksgiving or, or maybe even like November 1st or the first week in November, I'm on the Charlie Brown soundtrack, like white on rice. Right. But I thought, yeah, you know, it's, of course it's great. I mean, it's a, that's a, just a brilliant piece of music, but in my YouTube feed, this one popped up a Charlie Brown Christmas soundtrack, lo-fi hip hop. So it's like, it's, it's slowed down and then it, it's got a little track in the back, a little beat. And then they, they're, they're kind of sampling clips from the show into this new version of the soundtrack. It's fucking good. So I'm kind of mm, just working that, working that out in my brain. And, um, and just kind of, I'm, I'm really just trying to stay the course with things. Um, lots happen, lots, it just seems like there's always something in the works. And I try and put it off as much as possible, whether it's decorating or changing something or building something or doing, you know, any project is like, I put, I just put it off as much as, as long as I can. And, um, so it's just, I don't, I don't know. It's just like, I, I think if once, once it, once the, uh, once the, uh, situation is then upon me um i don't know I, maybe i build it up too much but i i i like the anticipation more than the maybe more than the actual event itself right so um so i've been trying new yes trying new things just trying to kind of um trying to deviate from the norm but not too much um, I'm gonna take my, I'm gonna take my lady out to, I've been wanting to go to this Brazilian steakhouse. I think her and I are going to do, her and I are going to do like a little, just a one-on-one kind of night. Then, uh, I'm gonna take my mom out over the weekend, uh, this Saturday. Her and I kind of started a tradition where we're going to, we'll have a, a Christmas lunch when we go up to Grass Valley. Um, and, um. God, even like, I don't know, I, I just kind of go into things without too much, uh, without too much to, uh, without too much expectation. So for example, like I'll be, uh, I'll, I'll just, 
pick up another book. I'll pick up a book where I, where I had started, where I'm 50, 60 pages in and, and that I hadn't picked up for months. And I don't mind that. I, you know, this is something that novel Ravikant, uh, I heard he does is like, he'll, st- I mean, he's got several books that he starts and, uh, and then just pick it up, you know, uh, where, whether it be a month later, a week later, a day later, but I'll run through it and I'll just read it just absorbing key words without real compre like I'll see how much I can actually retain by just kind of just kind of mm, just kind of powering through it just kind of seeing if there's because I, I the other problem with kind of taking things slowly and creating a buildup is that I, I I tend to kind of scrutinize too much right so like each each page off, uh, you know, if I feel like I didn't, I didn't quite have my head wrapped around the page itself. I'll reread it. Or I'll reread a sentence, or I'll reread a word. But this time, I'm just kind of absorbing. Key, I'm just, I'm, I'm reading the keywords, and I'm thinking, mm, let's see, how, let's see how far I can, let's see how far I can absorb this. Let's see how much I can, of this I can actually comprehend, and then, um, even in, uh, even in my, my. My French that I've been doing, I've gotten to a point where I really just kind of go into this uh, kind of Zen mode where I just, instead of clenching up and getting ready to kind of tackle it, I just, I let it come to me and then I absorb, I don't know, it's just fucking, who knows, who fucking knows what's going on, right? But I'm just kind of yapping and storming, uh, brainstorming for uh, new approaches, just kind of refreshing new approaches, new approaches right so um one thing i was one thing i'm I'm in the works to do as well that's kind of going to kind of mix it up is um um i'm considering see so my my daughter who's she has her who has her birthday today graduates from college in june and it's going to be, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a little wild because it's UCLA and in the Westwood area that it's so congested and people are already booking up places. Uh, hotels are sold out. People are paying three times the amount. Airbnbs are going for the same kind of three times the amount of what they really should, or maybe twice as much. And so what I'm thinking, it just kind of dawned on me, like, and it's kind of a way of, I don't know, I, I, I listen as I'm listening. So if you know me well enough, you know, like Bill Burr is my guy. Bill Burr lives in LA. Bill Burr flies a helicopter. Ah, you see where I'm going with this? Oh, you don't? Well, listen, here's what I'm going to do. So. It's going to be madness. It's going to be like um, it's going to be like the fall of Saigon, I think, in June in UCLA on the campus or in Westwood. There, trying to get in and out, trying to kind of make uh, well, just getting to the ceremony and stuff like that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay the groundwork right now for maybe hit him up on his podcast, send him an email, and say, "Hey, man," because there's. There are uh, Uber helicopters 
but they're only in real urbanized city centers, like really high population densities, I think, from what I I mean, obviously there's no Uber helicopter like in fucking, you know, Lodi, right? Like that's not going to, there's nowhere to, that, that doesn't, that doesn't exist, right? But in, in these dense populations, New York, LA, San Francisco, um, where it would, something like that, it would be, I don't know, more practical. It seems like something I could pull off. I mean, at least it'd be, we'd be worth us taking a, taking a swing at, right? Fuck it. Let's go. You don't ask, you don't get, right? So if I hit him up and he says, yeah, that'd be sick. Have Bill Burr fly us in from the ceremony. That way, you could then you could book something way out on the, out on the outskirts, maybe out on the, uh, in Venice Beach, Santa Monica, Malibu, I don't know, good luck. Uh, whereas everything everything at the epicenter of that area is, is packed out, overpriced, inaccessible, you, yeah, good luck. So the further out you go, the harder, the longer it's going to take to get in, uh, but by helicopter, baby, let's go. And then Bill Burr flying us in, like, fucking let's go. I don't foresee this happening, but it's nice to talk about. It's fun to talk about. <laughs> so, yeah. So speaking of uh, deviating from the norm, it's been, it's been, it's been like the fucking year of the backup quarterback in regards to the NFL. So tonight we got um, Chargers Raiders, and you got Justin Herbert, the by way of University of Oregon, against Aiden O'Connell. Huh? Yeah, that's their guy. And uh, so. Again, it's but it's like the old guard is gone, right? Brady's Brady's getting ready for the commentary booth to be a commentator, and uh, Aaron Rodgers will probably be back next season. But he's it; he's the last of the old guard. It's the new wave. It's like so you've got uh, really the okay. So it's boiled down to now like Eagles, Niners, Cowboys at the number one. Vying for that number, they all they all have the same record. They all have their well, I guess yeah. What's his name? Brock uh, Purdy. He's he is the yeah he's their starter. Yeah, I mean he was their third string, but now he's their starter. But but those three teams are really the only ones that have uh, anything else going for them. Uh, well, Buff Buffalo they got. Our boy Josh Allen from Fireball, by way of University of Wyoming. Um, Miami, Miami, Miami got beat by the Titans. So, and that shouldn't happen. But the Titans are using their backup quarterback, right? So, um, and then everyone else like. I mean, just name it. Like, Steelers are using their backup. Patriots are using their backup. Uh, 
The Bears? You know, what's going on with the Bears? The Bengals? I love it. Jake Browning, that's my guy. I, I think I'm secretly going to put my... Uh, I'm putting my, my money on him to kind of go fairly far for the Bengals. Jake Browning by way of University of Washington, by way of Folsom, California, local boy. Then you got the Colts. They're playing their backup. Gardner Minshew. Oh, I love I love that guy. Um, the Browns are using their backup. Uh, fucking, it's Joe Flacco. It's fucking Joe Flacco. Um, I mean, you just name it. Backups. Backups galore. The Saints got. I mean, who do who are who are the Saints using? Are they going with uh, Jamie's Winston? I mean, and that guy threw for five thousand yards in a season. He's their backup to fucking Derek Carr. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, it's just fucking oh, um, Vikings. Their backup Dobbs, um, Seahawks. Uh, it just goes on and on. The Giants. I mean, that's a great. That's a great example. Who is this? Who is this motherfucker that beat the Packers? Because the Packers are were on the right. Oh, it's Tommy DeVito. That's right. I was talking to one of the dispatch guys. He's like, yeah, this time I think they're sticking with Tommy DeVito because uh, the whole fucking uh, what's his name, uh, Daniel Jones era is over. And um, but. Uh, I go Tommy DeVito. Who the fuck? What the? What is a Tommy DeVito? But he fucking he, be, he comes back and beats the Packers, who just who just can't. They're fresh off beating uh, the um the uh, the uh, who the fuck um in the upset win on um, the Sunday night game, the Chiefs Packers, the the weekend before that. It's just it's a free for all, man. It's wild wild west out there, right? So, I mean, there, I, I just, so what, what is it? Let's, let's see this. One, two, three, four, five, um, six, seven, eight, nine. That's nine teams. 10, 11, 12. That's 12 teams that are using their backup. Out of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. So 12 out of 32. So over a third of the teams are using their backup quarterbacks. Fucking what? That's wild. It makes for kind of good foot. You know what, it, though? It fucking fucks all the lines up. Vegas doesn't. Vegas, Vegas kind of knows what to do, but they don't. Kind of, you know? But, uh... But it really fucks with the, the, the guys betting the games. I, I don't I don't envy any of those fucking those guys, those honks, you know, working point spreads and shit like that. Good luck, man. With twelve teams using their backups. 
Like, Jesus H. Christ on a popsicle stick. But what do you get? You know, it is what it is. It's just a devia it's a deviation, man. It's a deviation from the norm and it will be punished. <laughs> unless it's unless it's exploited. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh Jesus, Johnny, you had to go there, didn't you? Oh Jesus. So but but that's what's up. Um you know, it's that time of year. There's a bunch of dudes in the transfer portal. From the NCAA's, uh, Dante Moore for the UCLA's, he's in the transfer portal, um, which is a shame. True freshman. Looks like he's got some good promise, but uh, whatever. New things, new traditions, new... We're going into a new, new year. Why not? Fuck it. Right? Why litter? Shove it up your ass. <laughs> Oh, well, anyway, so that's what's going on. That's the latest. Hope you all are doing well. Hope you all, hope you all are uh, hanging in there with this. It's fucking, it's so, it's been so, like, it's warm. Like, it's weird. Like, you know, that, that also kind of delays my, you know, my whole uh, enthusiasm, right? There's no white Christmas. It's more like a, like a tan, like a, like a like a copper tone type Christmas like <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, like it was 60 degrees a day it was 62 degrees a day right so so that's what's going on and uh, and we're almost there and then it, it'll be it'll happen fat it'll be over just as quick as it happens and then um and then we'll and then we'll have to get ready for uh, we'll have to get ready for for New Year's Eve, right? So the only good New Year's Eve I ever had down in San Diego, uh, nineteen years old, I got drunk, fight broke out in the hotel room, we all got thrown out. I had to ride back to my buddy's my buddy's house, and uh, kids just don't do shit like that anymore, though. I don't know. Am I wrong? I don't know. Tell me. Hit me up. Let me know. Like, what's the real... St- do, you, do, 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 do kids get in trouble anymore? Is that still a thing? Is that allowed? I don't know. All right. Well, that's up. That's, what's, that's all I got for you today, you dirty beggars. But anyway, keep your nose clean. I'll talk at you later. Arrivederci, baby.